Hey everybody, Colt here. Thanks for stopping by and checking out our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, be sure to check out our website, draftdive.com, or follow us on Twitter, at draftdive, and at underscore Colt Williams. Now, enjoy the episode. everybody it's another edition of the draft dive football show i'm jonah joined as always by my co-host colt colt how's it going it's it's going well i'm i'm so giddy for the playoffs um i big patriots fan here so obviously i've got no skin in the game but you know uh, i think our time has come where i'm gonna see a lot more you know, playoffs here, especially as of recently, without the any skin in the game. So it's nice to not really worry about my team advancing or anything like that and being superstitious of, I'm not going out to a bar to watch the game. I have to be at home. I have to be on the couch. I have to be wearing my jersey, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it feels pretty good. Uh, like I said, not having anything on the line, but, you know, what we did have on the line is we, we made some picks last week for Super Wildcard uh, Weekend, and there were some surprises to the games. I think it was yeah. um, what, what we had five of the home teams went five and one, so pretty good day for the home teams, and you know it's going to bode well for the home teams here uh, this weekend as well. We all of them are favored by you know X amount, but I've got a question for you. Which which Team or which game last week was most surprising to you, uh, given the outcome? There's quite a few. Yeah, you know, maybe it shouldn't be, but the Philly-Tampa game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what happened to Philadelphia, but something weird happened there. Yeah, that was wild. I had to watch that game pretty closely. I wrote an article about it. But it was, um, you know, Jalen Hurts did not run the ball. Like, especially given the hand injury, no A.J. Brown. I thought for sure it was going to, you know, he was going to put the game on his back a little bit more, and he just didn't do that. So it was, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, was odd in my opinion, too. What was that? The play calling was, oh. was a bit odd on Philadelphia's side. They just, well, they couldn't figure out how to beat a blitz. Mm-hmm. A lot of blitzes, too. Yeah, there were a ton of blitzes, and I don't know, they didn't just, you know, cross, have someone on a crossing route every time over the middle where it was wide open, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You had that, and third, they didn't have any third down conversions, no fourth down conversions, which they are, like, the team for, you know, getting those. There was one... They invented it. Yeah, they invented the, the, the tush push, and they had a tush push uh, situation where they, you know, they went for two with it because they they got a shorter field because of a penalty and i mean they they probably should have got that it was a big penalty that wasn't called when he got his helmet ripped back but even then yeah. i mean nine to 32 that was a spanking that the the buccaneers put on the eagles so i i would say that's probably most surprising as well there's there's tons of them you could argue that the you know the dolphins versus the chiefs that one was a little surprising a cold game nonetheless but 
if you watch Tua in that one, he was just slinging the ball behind the line for a lot of the passes. Yeah, yeah, that that was a another game that was a bit odd. Uh, I mean, I guess the cold weather obviously factors into it. And, I mean, they did a good job containing Tyreek Hill to one big play. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only good offensive play they had uh, uh, for the Dolphins, I feel like. Yeah, that, basically. And then Packers, they threw up 48 points on the Cowboys. That was that was shocking, uh, but Cowboys doing what they do in the playoffs best, I guess. Um, and then the Texans versus the Browns, that was a absolute blowout. <laughs> that one... That could have, like I said, there was tons of games. I mean, we got we got some wrong, but they were shocking. I think to most people, uh, given the outcome. Yeah. The good news is, on bets, we were four for four. There so. we go. Yeah, that that is the good news there. Let's um, you know, we're gonna not dwell on the past too much here for the wild card weekend, but we are gonna jump into the divisional round, and let's uh, let's kick it off here with the Saturday games. First game of the week, we've got the Texans at the Ravens. 45.5 point over-under with the Ravens favored by 9.5 points. Now, just looking at that line, looking at the Ravens team and what the Texans just did to the Browns, who, you know, you're talking about the Ravens' good defense. The Browns have a very good defense as well. Do you think that line's fair, or uh, how do you kind of see this game going, Jonah? No, I, I would say, yeah, I would think it would be a closer line, maybe 6.5. Because you got to give Baltimore their respect, but definitely a one touchdown game. I mean, we we talked, you know, I said last week I don't like betting against C.J. Stroud, and <laughs> I, I should have just stuck to that. But no, they're, you know, is it really shocking if the Texans win? I say no. I I would say it would be shocking, but not. Um... I I, w- I would say it, it would be shocking. It, it's if there was somebody to win this weekend, that one would shock me the most out of all of them, um, out of all the games. I mean, C.J. Stroud, he's the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game, you know. So that's that's something that bodes in his favor. He's he's been red hot. So the Texans, they have the pieces. They need to just as I mentioned last week. If they want to win the game, they need to get Devin Singletary involved and not be one dimensional and just pass the ball. They want to run the ball as well, and Devin Singletary had himself a little bit of a game as well. The teams did they did play in Week One, given I mean it was C.J. Stroud's very first NFL experience, and the Ravens won twenty-five to nine. You know that's uh, C.J. Stroud wasn't necessarily at fault for there. He didn't throw any picks. He didn't throw any touchdowns. You know which you would have expected him to have some kind of turnover during that game, but you know he's he's been accurate he's been throwing off balance um not as much as the next guy we'll talk about but he's looked great uh i was i was shocked that they they beat the browns so you know uh, one-sided I mean, it's gonna help when joe flacco throws three touchdowns and two of those are to the defense um mm. so that's gonna help there but yeah I, I i would be shocked personally if they if they you know beat the ravens but they've, they've got the firepower you know the Ravens have lost as the number one seed before too. So yeah, and what do you, do you think? Uh, how 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 much do you think it actually plays into um, the playoffs, like the hangover, if you will, like the bye week hangover of not playing for? And oftentimes these teams are not playing in week eighteen as well. So not playing week eighteen, not playing for a bye week, and then finally playing here in the divisional round. 
So basically three weeks off, do you think that has any kind of factors into it as well? I think it can affect teams, but I think most teams are ready for it. They'll, even in the meaningless Week 18 games, usually add guys in for a little bit just so they weren't ice ice cold Yeah, uh, come two weeks from then. That's that's true. All right, so we, we I mean we both got the Ravens winning this one, I would expect. Um We do, yeah. As you as you mentioned, Texans uh being an upset would not be surprising to yourself. I was talking about people throwing off their back foot. I want to talk about Jordan Love here. Um yeah. the the Packers at the 49ers, 50 and a half point over under with the 49ers favored by nine and a half points. Another nine and a half uh favored line. This one, I'm not too surprised with the line. Are you surprised with it? I mean, this is a young Packers team. Then you're going against these 49ers on the road. The 49ers have a top three scoring offense and defense. Jordan Love and the, the young Packers, they've, whew, they're hot. Yeah, I'd say this line is more fair than the other line. Yeah. Um, so I think this is closer to where it'll be, you know, you have to take into effect both yeah, the offense and the defense, how good they both are. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, hey, they did it last week against the Cowboys, but I, I would be surprised if Green Bay took this one. Yeah, yeah, this one I would be surprised if they if they beat the uh, the 49ers as well. I've got the Ravens and the 49ers going all the way to the big game. So that's, you know, kind of my two cents there. It's kind of chalk because they're, you know, first seeds, but... Nevertheless, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. If the Packers are to win this, who, what player do you think really comes out and shows out? We saw Aaron Jones last week. He had himself a game. Obviously, Jordan Love had himself a game. He's since week eleven. He has twenty one touchdowns and one interception. He's been on fire. You watch some of these throws. And they didn't even they they did all these plays here last week and beat up on the Cowboys. And Jaden Reed, their leading receiver, had no receptions. So, I you could see him get involved. Maybe they were saving him um, for this game here. I think it just wasn't part of the game plan last week, and it have to be. Um, but 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 how do the Packers win this if they are going to win this against the Forty ers I think the Packers have to win this on defense against the Forty ers I think their offense is good enough, even against a good Forty ers team, a great Forty ers defense. I mean, I still expect Green Bay to score at least what twenty one, twenty four points. You know, I think their offense will be able to put up enough points if their defense can somehow contain McCaffrey yeah. and Debo. I think Debo's my X factor. Yeah, I mean, he just – there's so many people on their team. Like Kittle, when he gets the ball, he's falling forward with it. McCaffrey, he is a machine. He does that every single play, reaching for those extra one, two yards. And then Debo just runs through people with that. Oh, don't forget they have Brandon Ayuk as well, who is having himself a season. Like they have so many weapons that I, you know, obviously Jair Alexander can't uh, defend each one of them. So Brock Purdy, I think, is going to have a field day with the Packers. Uh, you know, secondary. It's it's yeah. This is one where I would be shocked if the Packers uh, would win. I was I was also shocked that they beat the Cowboys. I said they're a young team. They're going to be back to the playoffs probably next year. They've shown flashes and you know they're good i didn't expect them to beat the cowboys you know 48 to 32 and even the 32 is that's like 
they were throwing in the towel and and just letting them score some points. A misleading thirty-two points. It's a very misleading. Yeah, it should be like fourteen um, or seventeen. Yeah. Like it was not a very close game at all. Um, for, you know, for any point of that. So, yeah, this one we've go, both got the 49ers. On Sunday, uh, we got two games as well. The final two games of the week. We got the Buccaneers at the Lions. 48.5 point over-under with the Lions favored by 6.5. Uh, these two teams, they played in week 6. The Lions won 20-6. It was not Baker Mayfield's best game. He's had better games since, certainly. Um, this was also uh, where they didn't have any running backs, basically, for the Detroit Lions. They gave him Montgomery. He got hurt in this game. Jameer Gibbs, he was already ruled out. Uh, he had got injured, I think, the week prior. It was Craig Reynolds, and they didn't even use him. So it was the Jared Goff and Amon Ra St. Brown show. So those guys were connecting for a lot, and, and you could do that on the Buccaneers because their secondary is what some people would say is not good. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we could expect more of that. And that was on the road. That was in Tampa. This game here is in Detroit. We know Jared Goff plays better in, you know, in domes and at home. So this is going to be a a game I think the Lions come out on top, but the Buccaneers, they are feisty. We're talking about games that are surprising. You talked about the Eagles game. Baker Mayfield, I mean, they had players step up all around. It was a shocking performance, um, you know, by the Buccaneers, in my opinion, just given what they did. It was a Kate Otten game. It was not a he had a career career day, and it was not a Mike Evans game. You had David Moore step up. You had Trey Palmer, the speedster. Like, he stepped up and made plays. Like, there are other people making plays, which is what you need to happen in the playoffs because, you know, if you're relying on just one guy, uh, then, you know, it's easier to shut down the game plan. So this one here, who do you think wins it, why, and um, what do you think about the line, six six and a half points? I think that, I think that's kind of fair. Uh, fair. Uh, maybe I'd go a little less because, I mean, I think I definitely wouldn't be shocked if the the Buccaneers won. Yeah. As you said, they're a very feisty, scrappy team. Um, the Lions don't have a great secondary, and the Buccaneers' entire offense is, you know, basically throwing the ball. So mm-hmm. you figure their offense, you know, will just try and keep up with a good Detroit offense going against also a bad Tampa defense. So should be a fun one to watch too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This one, this is a fun one. I mean, they're all, every single game we've talked about so far, even the next game we're going to talk about they I just want to root for all of these teams. There's different, uh, maybe it's just me, maybe yourself as well, but I'm just like, Oh, the lions are here, you know, for the first time, 30 years. Like this is a, a good narrative. Oh, the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield, like he's finally getting his, his shot. He's having a career year. This is fun. Like they all have their own narrative to root for. So that's what makes it so hard on picking these teams. Cause I want them all to advance. And obviously that's not going to happen, but, um, you, you said the line should be a little closer. Do you, do you have the lions win in this one? Oh man, <laughs> I'll go with the Lions. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it Detroit. Yeah, but another game. We both agree that you know that it. We wouldn't be shocked if we saw the Buccaneers win. Um, I don't think it would be so so easily, um, because the Lions' offense is clicking, and we've seen these teams face off before. They they defense is kind of clicking there too. So. 
yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised uh, either way. But another fun game to watch. And then the final game of the divisional round here, we've got the Chiefs at the Bills. This is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first playoff game, not at home and not in the Super Bowl. And so that's pretty exciting to see. 45 and a half point over under with the Bills favored by two and a half. So basically a pick 'em. We did see this matchup earlier in the season, week 14. The Bills, they won by uh, three. It was 20 to 17. And yeah, this is this is going to be a pretty fun game. I, Like I said, it's a pick 'em. Another game uh, here this week that we wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs won or if the Bills won. And Josh Allen, I mean, he's kind of had Mahomes' number recently in the regular season. But if you get to the postseason, that's where Patrick Mahomes shines. That's where he's beat Josh Allen before. Specifically, if you remember um, the overtime game where Josh Allen lost the coin flip, did not get the ball, and lost the lost the game, basically. Or didn't win. He, he didn't really lose it himself. Um, but both times, he's, he's won in the playoffs. Uh, Mahomes has against Josh Allen. So... This is going to be a fun one here. Isaiah Pacheco's picked it up. It, they've been balanced there for the Chiefs. And then Bills, you know, I don't know what to say over there. They they need Gabe Davis back. I think he's kind of an X factor. I'm going to look up his status. But how do you think this game is going to, going to pan out? Yeah, obviously a, a tough game to pick. Uh, a matchup that we've gotten used to seeing, which is always a good matchup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that regular season matchup, that would have gone different if uh, Kadarius Tony lines up on side. <laughs> true, true. So that's, that's you know, the Chiefs definitely could have won that game. Um, yeah, it's Mahomes versus Allen. I mean, it's it's what you want. It's two of the best quarterbacks, if not the best, too. Yeah, it's, it's Manning, Brady. Like, we're going to see these guys in the playoffs multiple years. Like, it's... It's like clockwork. We're going to see him early and often um, in the playoffs. So it's going to be fun to watch. I think this one is a 45-and-a-half-point uh, a line. I'd probably take the under on that. Just, yeah, I mean, uh, if, there was a, if there was a team that's going to put up points, I, I just I feel like if the Bills get ahead, then it's going to be a little difficult for the Chiefs to kind of get back into the race. I mean... You've got Rasheed Rice. He's kind of been been good as a rookie, but he's still a rookie. He's shown some mistakes. And then Travis Kelsey, I don't know what's going on there. He's still having a great year for tight ends, but he's he's not been the Travis Kelsey we've known. He had a couple of drops last week. I think that was mostly due to him trying to make his gloves stickier, and it ended up making him slicker. Uh, I saw him oftentimes like spitting in his gloves, trying to make him you know get that grip back. Then it just balls are bouncing right off his hands. So that was yeah. obviously a mistake there. I, I don't know if that's a, a reported uh, incident of what was actually happening, but yeah, this one this one should be a really fun one. I I've got oh I've got the Bills winning this one. So that would put me at four. All four home teams winning. Who, who do you who do you got winning this one here? I got to go with the history and go with Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, yeah, it's who, who's kind of the X factor on the Chiefs that's going to put them besides Patrick Mahomes, of course. He can <laughs> he yeah. can do whatever. But do you think anybody else steps up, whether it's offense or defense for the Chiefs, that helps put them over the top? Obviously, Patrick Mahomes could do whatever he wants anywhere. But anybody else? Yeah, I think Legarius Sneed on Stephon Diggs is a big matchup. Yeah. I mean, 
Diggs, Diggs gets frustrated, and he might be frustrated by Legereus. Yeah, and Sneed's played lights out for most of the season. He's he's been great. Um, and if I mean, the Bills have been winning this season without Diggs, if you really think about it, because he hasn't been used as much as he like. The second half of the season was not Stephon Diggs' best. Um, and we saw the last game. I think it was Dalton Kincaid and both Do- him and Dawson Knox had touchdowns. So that's where they're probably going to have to rely. Uh, on, you know, on the tight ends, on Khalil Shakur, he's shown flashes as well. He didn't have like the the best game last week, but he's he's had some games here this season. Um, so yeah, I think other people do need to step up besides Diggs because yeah, Snead is going to whoever he's on. He's he's been good at locking them down for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that, I mean, that wraps up all the Saturday games, all the Sunday games. Um, it sadly coming to an end. It, it's dwindling down. We're you know we're wrapping it up, but if you want to go ahead, if you if you agree or disagree with any of our picks here, you know where to find us. You can hit us up on X, formerly known as Twitter. You can hit us up at Draft Dive and also at underscore Colt Williams. Also check out the website DraftDive.com. You know plenty of player profiles if you're into rookies and stuff like that are coming out all the time. So check that out. Also the Patreon Patreon.com backslash Draft Dive. And Jonah, oh man, I'm so excited for this. Um, I had one other question before you for you before we leave off. Is there any okay. type of playoff ritual that you have um, at your house, whether it's a, a food that you have to have when you're watching the games or anything like that? No, just disappointment. <laughs> um, disappointment every single year. <laughs> well, both of our teams aren't in the playoffs, so that should tell you a little bit, uh, a little bit something here: Vikings and, and Patriots. So yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah I don't don't disagree with you there. Well, how about we come back next week for the conference championships and and uh, talk to the people then? Yeah, sounds good. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>